0: Welcome to the Called to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the one and only Called to Serve podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and uh, I'm pretty excited for today. Today's a a good day. Um, As you may know, we have launched the mission journals. So if you haven't already snagged one of those, definitely take advantage of the opportunity and grab one or two um or who, who knows how many you know however many you want or you need do it okay um, and that's really um, they're mission specific just want to rehash this they're mission specific so um there's different styles different graphics and they're tailored to each individual mission um, we haven't gotten quite all of the missions up yet but We are in the process of doing so. If for some reason you don't see your mission or the specific mission you're looking for on there, uh, just email us and uh, the email will be in the description below. Check it out. Um, But without further ado, just wanted to introduce our guest today. So our guest is named Kabri Newbold. I hope I'm saying that right. She's from Harriman, Utah, and she just got a mission call um how long ago did you get the mission call
1: um about a month ago
0: a month ago Maybe okay a
1: little
0: nice okay yeah. and it, she's uh she has a call to serve in the baton rouge louisiana mission and i i just learned this actually with by just talking to her um shortly before we came on the show is i guess there's only one mission in louisiana so the one and only mission in louisiana um Kabri has been called to serve there, and uh, it's she's called to serve Spanish-speaking. So that'll be exciting. But uh, without further ado, Kabri, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Thank you. I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, you know, living living the dream. Um, But yeah, just wanted to get into uh, to some questions here. So I know we briefly introduced you, but um, will you just kind of tell us your your story? You know, what uh, what led you to serve a mission?
1: Okay, yeah. So, a mission kind of wasn't always in my plan. It was in the back of my head, but I went to cosmetology school, and I was really focused on finishing that and just getting that done, and I actually decided that I was going to sign up for a humanitarian trip, so I went to the Dominican Republic, and I kind of had that in the back of my mind, and I was just like, and I prayed about it a lot, and I just really wanted to find the answer if I needed to serve a mission or not. So I get into the Dominican Republic, and I go to church that first Sunday there, and I meet this kid. He's a local there, and he's my age, and he speaks, like, really, really good English, so it was, like, awesome talking to him, and um, after we had, like, been talking for a while, he was like, hey, you like, I just don't know why I feel the need to tell you this, but I think you should go on a mission, wow. and I was just like, oh like wow like thank you and he's just, like I just feel like you gonna be like such a good missionary and um I don't know it just kind of like really touched me because um he's gone through like lots of things in his life like he's actually born blind and wow. he's just like an amazing person and so it was just like really awesome to talk to him but um I kind of like was just like okay like he's probably like just being nice like I, I don't know and so I went on with my week and um, all my leaders that were like leading my group, um they had all pulled me aside separately. So there were four of them, and they were like, "Hey, like, have you thought about a mission before?" Wow! And I was like, "Oh, like, I was like, I I've been thinking about it, but I, I don't know, you know." And they were just <laughs> kind of like, "You'd be like a really good missionary. Like, we totally think you should think about it." And I was like, "Okay, yeah." So we had like time each day to. Like read the scriptures and do our own like like personal study, and I brought like my patriarchal blessing and everything because I like really just wanted to find the answer. So I've been studying that, and I was like, hey, like I kind of feel like this is like something I should do. So I went to church again the next Sunday, and it was um fast Sunday testimony meeting. and um, Church is in Spanish, so I don't understand it, and mm-hmm. I was just trying to feel the spirit as these locals were getting up and bearing their like testimonies and this one local gets up and he's like talking and all of a sudden I could kind of like comprehend what he was saying Really? and he was like he basically said if you're thinking about serving a mission now's your time there are people wow. out there that need you and if you don't get on the train now it will leave without you wow so then I kind of sat there and like my whole group obviously is just kind of like sitting there not paying attention. And, uh, I just sat there and I was like bawling, <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> and I was cow. like, "That's the do that I needed to serve a mission." And I knew that there were like people out there that needed me. And even like for being in the Dominican Republic, I was building a school, and I just like had so much love for all these people. And I just was like, "Wow, I really want to go out there and serve." So, wow,
0: that is that's, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, you almost had like a, a mini mission in a way when you went over there to do yes. some service.
1: Yes. It was That's awesome. Really cool. I was able to go hang out with the missionaries over there and we would do kind of split. So, I would go visit like the less active members there and just like give them lessons and the missionaries would like help translate. Nice. <laughs> but it's awesome.
0: Hey, well, good news after the mission, um, you know, you'll be able to go there and you'll understand. The language well most of it i know they speak yes. really fast i know they speak really fast over there so <laughs> yes they
1: do
0: <laughs> that's super exciting wow that's so cool i bet that was just like well you know that the record stops, like the sounds that they use in movies and things like that i bet uh-huh. I, just, I just i can just picture it like just, you're just sitting there in church, and like you can just like start to comprehend it, and then all of a sudden, you know, you hear that, and it's like, like the record stops, you know, like the music exactly. or whatever, you know, the metaphorical music in the background just stops. It's just like, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa! Well, like, don't really know how I can understand this, but. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, you know, the way the Lord works, you know, he works through so many, so many times he works through others. And so it's, yeah. it's crazy just how, you know, we could be praying for something and expecting an answer in one certain way, uh, but then it just slaps us upside the head in uh, in another way.
1: Yeah. I had come home from the Dominican and I, I didn't have my phone for three weeks while I was there. So my mm. parents didn't really like know the experiences and stuff that um i'd like gone through i guess or had and i came home and i told them that i was wanting to serve a mission i was able to um meet with my bishop like really fast after that and from start to finish my mission papers were done in a week (laughs) wow so
0: that's insane yeah (laughs) yeah that must have been that that way must have been paved
1: oh for sure
0: that's super cool i did yeah for sure there's something you mentioned as well um just about a patriarchal blessing um you know you were searching that and i think a lot of times you know maybe not in this sense did it did your answer come or in this in this specific instance did your answer come through your patriarchal blessing but i think um for for many of us it's a big um I guess a big blessing that God has given to us is, I mean, it's in the name, right? Patriarchal blessing, but specifically for right. like receiving revelation, like it's, it, it's a great, uh, a great blessing to, that we can use to guide us, um, you know, just to help us like, to know if we you know if we're on the right track, or you know what the blessings God has in store for us, and so you know um, I don't know if if you don't mind sharing, you know how did you um, go about getting yours? Like um, you know how old were you, and just I guess what how did you know that it was your it was time to do that?
1: Um. So I I was fifteen, and I was just like thinking about it because I had heard like I had had lots of like lessons and stuff about it and it just seemed, like, super interesting, and I just, like, felt like it was something that I needed at the time. Uh-huh. So, it wasn't, like, a huge story into getting it, but the night before I got my patriarchal blessing, I was, like, super worried because I wanted it to be the right time. Right. Like, stuff. So, I was, like, flipping through my scriptures, just, like, trying to, like, read and, like, find, like, some comfort and, like, just like to know this is the right time and I found this one verse I'm pretty sure it's like Alma 3740 and it like talks about how like the Lord like will pave like our way for us and stuff like that and I just kind of like related that back to the patriarchal blessing and I was like this is like gonna be something I can like turn to in like hard times and I don't know I just like knew that it was a good time for me to get it so
0: <laughs> that's really cool yeah, I mean it's really yeah. a personal, really a personal thing. Thanks for sharing your your experience. That's that's really cool. Yeah. I think uh, I, I think a lot of us, you know, before we get our patriarchal blessing or you know, leading up to it, sometimes we, yeah, we don't, we do, we may not feel ready, and it's like, you know, if you, if you really wait till you're completely ready, like when you really feel ready, then you may never get your patriarchal blessing (laughs)
1: like
0: (laughs) eventually you know you do get the witness and you do understand like yeah like god wanted me to get it at this time but also you know that's there's there's never going to be you know a, a perfect time other than what god has in store for you so definitely just go to him in prayer like what you did with with the mission and it just that I'm still mind blown at the, how your, your answer manifested, you know, how how God was able to speak with, to you through so many sources. That's, that, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. And another thing that I just think is so awesome with patriarchal blessings, like I also went into getting my patriarchal blessing with like some questions, like one of them being, if I were to like serve a mission, like if I should or not, mm-hmm. and kind of frustrated at the time because like it didn't say in the words like you will serve a mission (laughs) Mm, so I was frustrated and stuff but as I have studied it and like prayed about it I feel like it has like a completely different meaning at like now than it did back then like I can find parts in it where it is like referring to a mission and stuff so I just think it's like awesome how study and pray and like pray about it your perspective like changes and it makes Mm -hmm. more sense so
0: yeah yeah no that does that does make more sense i mean you think about it in the way of like the scriptures right we understand them differently as we study them more and as we grow right so it's like yeah you know i could be my patriarchal blessing today and then as early as even later that day or tomorrow because i'm a different person and, and even, you know, obviously the, the, the effort that you put into it definitely makes, makes a difference as well. But like, you know, you could read it, read something totally, totally different or see it in such a new light.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's a good point. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. That makes, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So another question, um, what, um what have you seen helpful? Um, I mean, aside from the, the trip to the Dominican Republic and the service you provided there, what have you seen helpful in uh, preparation, in your preparation for the mission?
1: Um, just like I have felt more of God's love, like, towards me and others by putting myself in, like, good situations, right? so I'm surrounding myself with people who uplift me and all of that awesome stuff like one of my really good friends she's going on a mission so it's like really nice to be able to talk to her and be able to have like these like awesome conversations about the gospel and like sharing our testimony and sharing like our knowledge and like coming together it's just like kind of like I don't know I've been trying to build my testimony a lot and yeah just trusting in God I guess
0: Yeah. I love that. You hit on a lot of different points there. I mean, you talked about, you know, being where you need to be or where you should be right. Standing in holy places, essentially. And, and, you know, you kind of also hit on, you know, choose your friends wisely. Surrounding yourself with good people, people that you want to be like, that you want to, uh, to have, you know, rub off on you, so to speak. Um, And then, yeah, trusting God. You know, and loving others—that's really cool. That you, you just kind of—you hit on a lot of points. I think there's a lot we could go into. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, your friends are so important to to choose choose your friends wisely because your friends will, in large part, determine who you become.
1: Yes. Yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've had plenty of experiences just to kind of, I guess, build that the te- your testimony of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I have gone through rough patches, like everyone has. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that the times that I felt the happiest, is when I like turned to the Lord. And I really like just like, surrounded myself with good. So I've been really trying to focus on that, like, like I was saying, but Mm -hmm. like, back to prayer, like, I always well, not always, like there are a few times in my life where I've just been like questioning if God was there for me, but I realized that he is always there. And sometimes he wants us to reach out and put in the effort. Like he's always our friend and he'll always be by us. But yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I mean, he is. I mean, even like the scriptures, you know, they, they tell us that his hands are are outstretched still, you know, even when we're going whichever which way. And uh, he's he's just there. He's always there for us. All we got to do is is look up and reach up.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: so, awesome. Well, thanks so much for uh, for sharing that. Um, just a couple final questions here. One is, um, if you could talk to yourself five years ago, what is some advice you would give?
1: I feel like it kind of my answer relates back to what I was just talking about
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's just knowing that he's there and he's never going to leave you and no matter like what you do he will always be there and you can't like get so deep he's not going to find you right yeah. so I I just like want to tell everyone and I wish I knew this earlier but just to pray, he's always by your side, so <laughs> he'll help you figure it out, and he knows you better than you know yourself. So just put trust in him, and it, everything will work itself out. So.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. I mean, the the good thing is, you know, you've learned it now, so that I mean, maybe you didn't understand that or fully internalize that five years ago, but you know it now. So like, yeah, you're gonna make so much more of a difference because you know it now, right? And so. Yeah. Yeah for, the, yeah. for those that are listening, you know, do it <laughs> for lack of a better term, do it. Like start yeah. praying now, do your best to, to build a relationship with God. Um, the other day I was just reading the talk from elder Christopherson in this past general conference, that's called our relationship with God it talks a lot about just going through hard times and inevitably we're all going to go through hard times. So it's just a matter of how are you going to do it? How are you going to manage? And it, it, Elder Christopherson just puts it so beautifully, just that we need to come closer to God, use our trials and the things we go through to push us closer to God. You know, he like like we were just talking about, he's, his hands are outstretched. All we got to do is turn to him and like he's already coming towards us, really. He's already running towards us. All we got to do is just run towards him. Exactly. So I just, I, I just kind of what that reminded me of was that talk and just, it's just super cool, but um, yeah. But so- yeah. Um, just in, in uh, closing here, just wanted to ask you um, one last question and that is what advice would you give to someone that is still on the fence of serving a mission?
1: Um, I've, I've been talking to people like while I was filling out my mission papers and stuff like that. Like once you have like that experience where you feel like you should go, you should just like act on it. And I know missions like aren't for everyone, Mm -hmm. but Satan's going to like do like try his best to pull you away from serving a mission. And you just kind of like, have to like realize that like like you're not gonna have all these like amazing experiences and it's not gonna be easy, like like filling out your papers and like timing and everything like it's all gonna feel like oh my gosh like are, am I sure this is right like should I be going to school like I don't know mm-hmm. like feeling like you should like just do it because it will benefit you and it will benefit others like in so many ways. So, yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. I mean, it just kind of goes back to like, you know, if something leads to good, it's of God, right?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And so that's a good kind of a a good metric to use when you're trying to figure out like, is it me? Is it my own thought? Or is it the Holy ghost? Right. And even elder Bednar talks about that in uh, one of the talks that, I remember watching at the MTC, um, just about, you know, how to recognize the Holy ghost. And that's a great, a great way. like, you know, if it can lead to good, it's probably from God.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So awesome. Well, Kaybree, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and, uh, I wish you the best going to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, learning Spanish. You're going to be a great missionary.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Of course. Thank you. Take care.